Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my favorite people. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you're here and happy new year. I cannot believe it's 2023. I wanted to kick it off with a solo episode. Because I feel that there's no better way to start the year than to talk about our goals and visions for the year ahead. And I have so much to say. I take this time of year very seriously. And first of all, I don't want that to make you feel like you have to create these lofty goals and overturn your life just because it's 2023. But I do take this time of year very seriously. That's how I believe I manifested dating Jonathan six years ago on January 1st, 2017, because I took the last few weeks of the year to get incredibly clear on what I was calling into my life. I created a word for the year. I created everything that I was looking for. My word was love, by the way. And then I got very detailed and specific about what I wanted to call in when it came to love. And then by January 1st, we were dating. Now we're married. We have a baby. (laughs) So much has happened since then. And just because you might not have done that at the end of last year doesn't mean that you can't do it now. And you can do that with any facet of your life from love to career, to your mental health, to your physical health and beyond. And this is a fresh horizon for all of us and a new slate, a clean slate for all of us to call in our desires and our manifestations. And there's just no other way that I could imagine kicking off the year than having this conversation. So first of all, I have to be honest with you guys. I have started and restarted this intro probably 50 times. And that's not something that I typically do. I love solo episodes. I just get on the microphone and riff. But today feels different. And I don't know if it's because I know that it's a new year. And this is going to be meeting you in a new space and time and... I just think very highly of this time of year and I really, really want to give it my all. Or if it's because I personally feel a little bit frazzled and I really want to be grounded heading into the new year. And I have so many thoughts that I want to share with you guys. I wanted to start the year off with a solo episode also because I just feel like my energy is shifting all the time. And it's very hard for me to describe and convey to you how much 
I'm shifting and changing and evolving without telling you. So here I am telling you, I listened back to episodes from years ago on this podcast. And I'm so proud of the girl that I was because I was doing the best that I could and I was learning so much. And with all of the tools that I had, I was killing it. But I don't connect anymore. I feel so different. I feel as if this podcast has become a spiritual hub where we can talk about everything from awakening to aliens to astrology and beyond. But then when I think about like the larger scale of how spirituality is portrayed in the media and on podcasts and this commercialized version of spirituality, it kills me. And then I don't want to convey anything like that because that's not who I am. And I know that you guys know this, but in case anyone new is listening and you think it's just another spiritual podcast hosted by this girl who's into astrology, that just couldn't be further from the truth. I feel like the most deep-rooted version of myself now more than ever. And that is all I want to convey to you guys. So I think the reason that I keep starting and restarting the intro of this show is because I almost feel like it's necessary to reintroduce myself here. So maybe that's how I should start. Let me reintroduce myself. And then after that, I promise we will get into intention setting tips, vision boarding tips. We're going to talk about the 10 spiritual rules for being human. And we also have a special guest briefly, even though this is a solo episode. So let me just dive in by telling you a little bit about me. So if you're new here or if you're not, this is just a refresher. I started this podcast six years ago, which has been the most special, incredible part of not only my career, but one of the most special things in my life. I feel like after having had a blog for, at that time, it was about four years, you guys really got to know me when you started listening to my voice and the ideas that I had and the things that I really had to say off of the internet. And I feel like it's really cool because as the internet is constantly changing and it's not as much of a safe space to share our hearts as it once used to be, podcasts are a little bit different and you have to be quite invested to listen to a podcast especially in its entirety. So I feel like this is the place where we can really go deep. And beyond that, I got sick with chronic Lyme disease in 2018. That's when I was diagnosed. And that's when I went on a super spiritual journey down the rabbit hole into who I really am and who I really came here to be. And that is when I opened up in ways that I didn't even know were possible. I had been having all of these mediums on the podcast, people talking about psychic awakening and psychic gifts. And at that point in my life, that's when I really started to connect to my own gifts. I started channeling everything from the angels to aliens and that's kind of what got us to where we are today. I got very into plant medicine. So we talk a lot about psychedelics on this podcast. And I use all of this as a tool to be grounded in this life. And I feel like that's the main part of what I wanted to reintroduce about myself. Because I feel like we can use so many of these spiritual tools like astrology and human design and psychedelics and manifestation to A, give more meaning to our life, which is beautiful, and B, to escape, to use a little bit of escapism, which is also beautiful sometimes. That's why we read books and why we're into fairy tales when we're children. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the part of it that I don't really love, which gets me to C, <laughs> ABC, is that sometimes we use those things to give ourselves some kind of identity because we still don't really know who we are at our core. So if we can hold on to the identity of 
I'm Jordan. I'm a Libra. I'm a Cancer Moon, Aquarius Rising. I am a 4-6 reflector in human design. I love ayahuasca ceremonies. I've done a lot of ketamine therapy. When we hold on to all these things, it helps give us some kind of identity so that other people can understand us more. It's the same reason why we label ourselves vegan or paleo or keto or vegetarian or any of these things. And again, I am like all of the things that I mentioned. I really am. And I don't think there's anything wrong with labels. But the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because for 2023, I'm really focused on grounding into this life and this world. And sometimes these very ethereal concepts, they bring us out of our bodies and they bring us into outer space. And then we start exploring things like past lives and parallel timelines and parallel realities, which we can use parallel timelines and parallel realities to enhance what's going on in this life, which I'm happy to talk about in just a few minutes. But what I'm realizing is with one of my main goals of furthering my intuitive gifts and being able to use my mediumship and my channeling in really big ways this year, what I realized is I have to be very focused and grounded and structured in this life. And something that I've been lacking in my life is structure. We can get to that. And I realize it's because I've been reluctant to feel some of what it feels to be in these human bodies. And it's because I've been in a lot of pain from chronic illness. And I am also so deeply sensitive. I feel like I have like, I feel like my feelings have been burnt in a fire. That's kind of how deeply sensitive I can feel in the world sometimes. So it's easier to avoid that and to go up into the ethers And I believe in eternal souls. So when I do go up into the ethers in my meditations or in plant medicine ceremonies, it's a really healing and beautiful thing for me. But I also realize we're here on this earth for such finite time. And with the things that I want to create in this world, the books that I want to write, I'm pretty sick of my own bullshit. And I'm keeping myself small by not having habits and routines. So let's start talking about intention setting so that I can tell you about one of my main intentions this year. And thank you for listening to my reintroduction of self. I think I'll wrap up that part of the episode by just saying that I hope that when you listen to this podcast that you can really feel the intention behind who I am because I think there's a lot of content out there these days that's just not genuine and it's very ego. I feel like the spiritual stuff can be very egocentric. There is a spiritual ego out there. It's very real. And I think it's part of the awakening process. So I don't judge anybody who's in that space. And I'm not asking you to judge either. I think if you listened back to some of my episodes from four or five years ago, you you might hear it in me. So I do feel like it's a really big part of the process. But my reintroduction of self is me really wanting to just show you guys I am ready to hit the ground running. I think I'm ready to both continue being a spiritual student as I will always be, but also finally step into being more of a spiritual teacher. And with one of the offerings that I have launching pretty soon, I don't know if it's going to be a month or a couple months from now, we're working on it. It's going to be me stepping into that spiritual teacher role. So if you are here for this, just get excited. Keep your eyes peeled because there's a lot of good stuff to come.
guys, I am elated about this new sponsor of the podcast. I've been testing them out for the last three months and it's been a game changer. I would have to say it's actually a life changer. And we are talking about Aura Ring. A healthier life starts with a deeper understanding of your body from the inside out. Your body has its own voice. That's something that we talk so much about on this show. You just have to listen. And I think that's probably the hardest part. Aura Ring is a wearable technology that lets you know what's happening on the inside and delivers personalized health insights to help you take positive steps forward in your health journey. Whether it's mental, physical, or emotional, we all benefit from self-knowledge, understanding your overall Health is essential, and Aura Ring helps you understand how your specific body is working. In this day and age, so much of our lives is trackable, and health monitoring technology is nothing new, but it only works if you actually wear it. So what I love about this is it's cute, it's easy to wear. I really like the way it looks, and I love wearing it. The Aura Ring delivers accurate, personalized health insights, all from a comfortable-to-wear and cute ring. It's water-resistant, and it comes in two styles and five colors to match your aesthetic. Visit AuraRing.com balance to find the right ring for you and get $15 off your purchase. That is AuraRing.com balance. Don't forget to use my link to save $15 on your Aura Ring. Hey, friend. I'm Nicole Walters, mom of three, your internet bestie and founder of Inherit Learning Company. If you're looking for the motivation you need to pursue a life of purpose, then join me each week on the Nicole Walters podcast as I share my hard-learned lessons and answer your DMs about life, business, and everything in between. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Check out the Nicole Walters podcast every Tuesday here on Dear Media. You can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts. So let's get into one of my favorite topics, which is intention setting. This is pretty similar to setting New Year's resolutions, which brings me to what I wanted to say about why a lot of people fall off the bandwagon with resolutions and why a lot of people are not into resolutions and why I recommend doing intentions and vision boarding rather than setting like a quote unquote resolution. And that is because a lot of us, we lack personal integrity because self-accountability isn't very glamorous. We love to map it all out do the visioning, do the resolutions. But I swear a couple weeks into the new year, so many of us fall off the wagon because we only have ourselves to hold us accountable. And it's so much easier to hit the snooze button or to not go to the gym or to order fast food, order Postmates instead of making your own food, or maybe just like fall back into those old ways of not being as confident and not reaching out. If that's what you want to do, reach out for a new career or take that next step, which can be really hard to do. So my main tip for setting intentions is to walk in the world as if all of these things have already happened. It's like having a vision for your future, but walking around in the world as if you are already your future self. And this is not a concept that I've come up with. This is very Joe Dispenza. Gabby Bernstein also talks about this. And that's what I did at the end of 2016 when I was ready to meet the love of my life or ready to start dating the love of my life. I just walked in the world with the energy as if I already had that. And so what we don't realize as humans is that 
energy has a consciousness and it's all about energy and our auras are so strong and our auras can pull things to us. So if you're emanating the energy of confidence, of good vibes, of love, of friendship, if that's what you're calling into your life, then people, like-minded people are going to be drawn to you. But if you're emanating the energy of like, I don't know, I really wish I had this, but I don't have it. And it's kind of like insecure energy and low confidence, then that's what you're going to keep drawing into your life. And I know that that's hard to hear. And it's hard for me to hear when it comes to the goals and everything that I'm ready to call into my life. Like, I'll just tell you guys, my main goal is to become a New York Times bestselling author of both my self-help memoir and the fiction series that I'm working on. But year after year after year, I fall off the wagon because my routine and my habits are not necessarily set up for me to write every day and to live the life of the author that I envision myself to be. So at that point, I start to envision my future self. And what does she do? She wakes up early before her family wakes up. She has a little writing cottage or even like a desk in an inspiring part of the house. I don't have any of that right now. We live in an apartment. I have my baby. I have Jonathan. I sleep in every day because I'm a night owl. But my future self, she wakes up early. She brings her coffee to her inspiring writing desk. There's so many things on that desk that are inspiring for what she's working on. And I say she because this is my future self, but this is also me. So there's books, there's quotes, there's everything that I need to get into the headspace. There's a photo of Joan Didion because she is my idol. She's my writing inspiration. She's my everything. And this version of myself knows how to buckle down. She doesn't check her phone first thing in the morning. She has some serious boundaries. If she does see her text messages coming in, she chooses to continue to put herself first rather than putting other people in her life first by feeling like she has to respond to those people or to those inquiries right away. And then I see my future self as someone who understands that she's living big and also understands that time is not infinite. I mean, time in these lives, in these bodies is not infinite. And I find myself sometimes thinking that it is, that I'll do it next year. I'll do it in five years. I'll do it in 10 years. But why not now? Why not now? So another thing that I've started doing to live as my future self is I've started protecting my schedule in a real way. So with the podcast, it is hard for me to say no to having guests on, especially guests that I'm excited about. So if they're coming into town for just a specific few days, I say yes. And then I end up going into the podcast studio and recording like three times a week, not to mention I'm still recording my intros and my ads and editing episodes that come out every week. And it's really easy to fill my entire life schedule with the podcast because that's something that I've been accustomed to doing for the last many years. And there's nothing wrong with that. If I left this world tomorrow and the legacy that I left with my career was the podcast, I would be happy about that. But I also know 2023 is calling me to create more. So I'm talking about myself only to show you what you want in your life is coming for you and what you want in your life is for you. And you've got to create it. Our routines and our habits create absolutely everything. So think about this. What you wake up and do every morning creates your day. And then what you do every day creates your week. What you do every week creates your month. 
And then your months create your years. And I can say this now, looking back on the last decade of my life, wow, what I have been doing and the way that I've structured my schedule for the last 10 or so years is really reflected in what I've created. And I'm really proud of what I've created, but it's time to step it up. Like even Joe Dispenza has to step it up. Even Gary Vee has to step it up. We all reach a point in our life where our old habits and our old ways of doing things no longer serve us. So I would ask you to get really honest with yourself and is your current schedule something that you feel really serves you at this stage in your life? And also, does it serve your future self? Because if it doesn't serve your future self, then it is time to step into what your future self is ready to have. So I am very excited to start bringing you some meditations that will revolve around your future self and everything that your future self is ready to have. And I can tell you that that is coming. But for now, in the meantime, ask yourself these three questions. Number one, does my daily routine and my current habits serve my future self and everything that my future self wants? Number two, how can I shift my daily habits and routine, even if I'm happy with it, to create even better results for my future self? And number three, what kind of energy does my future self walk around with in the world? What does my future self need to feel more aligned? And what does she need to feel more happy and more joyful? What kind of energy can I emanate now that can serve my future self and draw her to me with ease, with ease and grace and lots of surrender? So that is my top tip for connecting with your future self. And as you can see, I'm deep in the process of doing this myself. So what I love about this podcast is... We often find ourselves on the same page. I do love to be a spiritual teacher of sorts and share with you guys things that I've learned in the past. But so often, especially when we do solo episodes, we end up talking about what I'm learning now and what I'm focusing on now. And this is what I'm working on. So I have a feeling that a lot of you are probably working on this too. And if you're not, then maybe you'd like to get started. Are you ready for your New Year's reset? Sakara's organic meals are nutritionally designed to support your goals so you can get the results that you want in the new year and beyond. Another thing, they are delicious, which makes it that much easier to commit to yourself. I am obsessed with Sakara. I think that's no surprise to anyone here. They have been one of my longest partners on the show for a good reason. And that's because I genuinely use Sakara products every single day and I eat their food every single week. Sakara delivers science-backed plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and ease bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. They are also such a powerhouse company. They're constantly coming out with new products, supplements, and snacks, as well as the Saqqara Reset. But what I am the biggest fan of, I've always been obsessed with their super powders. I love the Metabolism Super Powder, as well as the greens and protein super powder. I think I could definitely say I use both of those every single day. The metabolism super powder is chocolatey. It's rich and delicious. You can put it in your coffee. 
a smoothie, even hot water, and it helps to balance out your metabolism. So for those of us who struggle with our hormones, that's for you. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to sakara.com slash balanced or enter the code balanced at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash balanced to get 20% off your first order, sakara.com slash balanced. Let's talk about Go Macro, my favorite plant-based protein bar. I love that they're a mother-daughter-owned company, and they started the company in a fight for survival against cancer. They took their love to the kitchen, and Go Macro was born. And now they're spreading the power of a balanced plant-based lifestyle across the country. They are available in 16 full-size mouth-watering flavors, as well as five kid flavors. They're packed with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and mind. Macro bars are made from simple, high-quality ingredients. And they are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, and soy-free. They are also amazing for people with food allergies and dietary restrictions. Go Macro offers three delicious nut-free flavors, including oatmeal chocolate chip, which has always been my number one favorite, maple sea salt and sunflower butter plus chocolate, as well as 10 certified FODMAP-friendly flavors so that everyone can enjoy a delicious snack. I love that they're all about the plant-based lifestyle. That's very us over here at TBB. We all have new goals within the new year. You can start the year off strong and snack healthy with Go Macro's delicious macro bars. They're all loaded with delicious organic ingredients and plant-based goodness to help keep you fueled throughout the day. And they also make a positive change for the planet. They upcycle their wrappers with TerraCycle. And I love that because a lot of brands, especially protein bars, are not doing that. So join Go Macro as they help to make a better future for our planet. Get your hands on a delicious plant-based protein bar by going to gomacro.com and using promo code BALANCED for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over Another huge thing that I've been doing lately that I highly recommend is cleansing my home. And this is something that I highly recommend that I have needed to do forever, which is purging my closet and also purging my influencer closet, quote unquote. That's what Jonathan calls it because we get sent a lot of products and I love trying them all out. I'm so grateful to receive them. But because our space is not super big, we also have a baby. We have all the baby gear around. It was time for a real purge. And I want to tell you guys a quote. And this is like a very popular Marie Kondo quote, but I still want to share it with you, which is the question of what you want to own is actually the question of how you want to live your life. And this really spoke to me because I have been living in clutter for quite a while. It's just my personality. And I think we get stuck on these old programs of what our personality is or what we think our personality is. So I've always told myself, I'm not a very neat person. I'm a clean person, very clean, don't get me wrong, but a neat and organized person, I have never been. My husband is, my dad is. So I've always had a lot of people around to cleanse the space, but that was never usually me. And the other week, I just realized that I was so fed up with all of the excess stuff. And it really felt like it was cluttering up my mind. My mind feels 
in direct connection to everything that I have in my home. And if things are scattered about and there's clothes everywhere and my closet is just like this jungle of a place, which it definitely was, then that's how my mind was starting to feel. So I started looking more into minimalism. I have to say that Jonathan is always sending me TikToks about minimalism because he wants for us to be minimalist. He's more of a minimalist. In fact, when we moved in together, he was convinced that we should each only have one cup, one bowl, one plate, one fork, one knife. And I had to tell him that's just not going to happen. That's not going to fly in this house because I, for one, need 15 different mugs, depending on my mood. We need all sorts of things for guests, like all of that kind of stuff. So he's the minimalist. He calls me a hoarder, even though I'm so far from a hoarder, but I started looking more into minimalism. And something that I loved was minimalism isn't about removing things that you love. It's about removing the things that distract you from the things that you love. And that's a quote by Joshua Becker. And I'm already feeling so much more connected to the things that I love. I'm actually wearing a shirt right now that I didn't even know that I had because my closet was such a mess before I packed away and donated seven bags of clothes and shoes. And now soon I'm off to do my bathroom and also the influencer closet. And I'm very excited to head into the new year with a fresh slate and know that the clutter in my house is directly connected and correlated to the state of my mind. I want a clean mind, clean space, especially as a writer. I don't know how I expected myself to have any kind of clean slate to write when I was still holding on to so many belongings that no longer served me. So that's where I'm at with decluttering the home. I highly recommend doing it. That was an intention of mine. It's a vision of mine. And I'm very excited to bring it to life and wanted to share that with you guys. And that also extends to cleansing your circle. So the people in your life have such a direct effect on your mood. And especially if you're a sensitive person like me and you feel other people's energies, other people's auras, of course, the daily connection actions and communication that you have with people is going to have something to do with your mood and the way that you feel. So also when it comes to cleansing your home, I say it's time to cleanse your circle. And this doesn't mean let go of people or like push them out of your life. It just means it might be time to instill some firmer boundaries. So People can act however they're going to act to you. We can't change anyone. That's a huge thing that I learned in 2022. You cannot change people. You're not ever going to change the way that someone else shows up in the world and who they are and their whole own set of life issues. And we all have them. But you can definitely control how you respond and also how you react. So you don't have to react at all. I love when Terry Cole was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. And she said to deal with someone who has a narcissistic personality, the best thing to do is to become a gray rock. And that means you just give it absolutely no energy. So if someone's coming to you with all of this drama and chaos and they want you to react to it and you're the person that they go to all the time, the best way to react is to not react at all to just be totally blasé about it and to not give in. And that's a part of having boundaries. And that's something that I didn't have before. I feel like I was the go-to person for drama, for chaos, for people to talk to me about it because I love listening to people. And not to say that I don't also do the same thing sometimes because I'm human, but I love that theory. And I really do believe that if you have a desire and an intention to have less drama and less chaos in your life, then that is something that you can instill. And those boundaries are everything. If you want to learn more about boundaries, I highly recommend listening to the Terry Cole episode. 
And now we have a very special guest joining hey, us. <laughs> Jonathan is here. He is ready to hang. And this is a solo episode. But this morning I said to Jonathan, will you please join me? Because I'm just struggling and everybody loves you. Guys, she's struggling. She's struggling hard, but she's doing it. I am, but you're my hype man. I am. He's been hyping me up for hours. Got this. I got this. This is your creative process. It is. We're talking about intention setting, decluttering. I just talked about getting rid of seven bags of clothes and shoes. Oh my and God. This was inspired by my minimalist husband. It's really hard to live with somebody who's a hoarder. I told them that you called me a hoarder and I said, I'm not a hoarder. Have you seen the show Hoarders? That's an actual hoarder. Okay. I haven't seen the show. I know what an actual hoarder is, but <laughs> you find significance and meaning and attach meaning to everything. What's wrong with that, by the way? Well, like Atticus has like 500 toys now. And there are toys he had when he was like three months that he doesn't use at all anymore. And I'm like, hey, we should get rid of some of these old, old toys. <laughs> And you're like, no. Well, you guys, this is what Jonathan actually does. I wish that he would say, hey, let's get rid of some of the old toys or like donate them to somebody who's that age. What he actually does is I bag he that shit bags up. it all up and I find it in a trash bag by the door. And I'm like, what exactly were you planning to do with this? And he's like, oh, I'm donate getting rid it, of it. Give it away. And without telling me or asking me, when we know that we're going to have more kids and some of this stuff has meaning and is also expensive. And I'm just like, I don't think that you know that you're going to have to buy all this stuff again. I feel like we're going on a tangent. We're going um, on a tangent. Let's talk about decluttering. You guys just got a glimpse into one of our uh, daily conversations. Decluttering is great. Jordan Peterson said that in order to cleanse your external world, you have to cleanse your internal world first, meaning yeah. your room. And your living space. Well, that's what I was just talking about. And I think I can already see how powerful that is. And I can already see that having my closet clean is making me think more clearly. So I'm very excited about that. Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. I also wanted to ask you while you're here, what are your intentions for 2023? That is a great question. Well, you and I Why are... Why are you talking in such a funny way? Because I feel like it. Okay. You and I are doing an intention setting, just like ritual. We're having... On yeah, New Year's we're Eve. having some friends over tomorrow night and doing some intention setting. So haven't fine-tuned it just yet, but if I were to say what some of them are, one, getting back into a fitness regimen because I have fallen off the bandwagon for mm -hmm. me and... I'm already starting to feel better just being more consistent. Secondly, I want to sign up for another Ironman race. I know. I'm really excited about that. It's been four years since I've done my last one, and I miss the competitive nature of doing Ironman I competitions. Think it's been five years. It's 2018, yeah. Five years. November 2018. Yeah. It's a long time. It's been too long. And going to rally in my brother and see if he would be willing to do one with me because I think that that would be fun. And for Atticus to see me cross the finish line, that would be very cool. I can't wait to make signs with Atticus and be your cheerleaders. Yeah. Some other goals for 2023. Hmm. 
really putting you on the spot here. Yeah. So I just thought about this on the spot, but I want to do one new thing a week, every week. Like what? I don't know. I'm just going to pick something new that I've never done before and do it for that week. I can't wait to see what you come up with. They're not going to be big things. But I think when I used to do monthly competitions, I used to do every month, I would do something new. A challenge. Challenge to myself, like only drink water for a month, eat raw for a month, things like that, that it was fun, short enough amount of time to like make an impact and then it's over and then you do something new. So Mm -hmm. it's always exciting. It'd be interesting to try it on a weekly basis, doing something small, like meditate every morning for a week. I love that. Yeah. I think that we should pick some 2023 goals to do as a couple. Okay. I'm into that. What should they be? Man. I mean, there's too much on the spot stuff happening right now. I think we should meditate together every morning for a couple weeks and see how we like that. That would require me to wake up earlier, which is one of my intentions. Have you been reading my face as you said that? No. I mean, yes, but no. What is it? Like, what are you saying? Well, you don't wake up at the same time as me. Was... Oh, well, yes. Of course, I was reading your face when you... <laughs> yes. So I would have to wake up at the same time as you and have coffee in bed together, meditate together. How nice does that sound? Sounds wonderful. I think we should go on one date night a week which we haven't currently had that schedule. We kind of tried to do that for a while with Thursdays. And I still think Thursday's a good day. Totally into it. And what else? I want you to come up with one. I want to try something. And I feel like if we put this out there on the podcast, it may hold you accountable to it. Okay. But I would love to try a new recipe once a week that we make dinner. Oh, yeah. I think that's a really good idea. I think we were talking about that the other night, too. That's 52 new recipes. I'm obsessed. I've been wanting to do that anyway so that Atticus can try new foods. And we were talking about following recipes for him. So I am very into that idea. Sweet. I love it, Bubba. Well, thanks for joining us. I know you want to get back to your workout, which How is one of your intentions. Know? Because you're sitting like a frog. So Jonathan, you guys, when he wants to do something... It is so obvious. He basically has one foot in the door, one foot out the door right now. So I will release you. You yes. can go do your workout. Oh my God. I'm going to talk about the 10 spiritual, Freedom. 10 spiritual rules for being human. But you have to come back on soon. Everybody wants to hear from you. We'll do a couples episode soon and we'll do some couples swaps coming up with some cool people. Cool. I want to do something fun. If you post a plant-based recipe on the post or comment with it on the post that you do to announce Mm -hmm. this episode. The Instagram post. The Instagram post. Then we will highly consider, how would we put it that way? Highly consider it. We would love to make it. I was going to ask you guys for some good recipes. We're going to need Shock out of recipes. I write recipe eBooks for a living and I just feel like it's time for new stuff. So please send us some recipes. We'll make it. We'll shout you out. I love that idea. Cool. Thanks, Bubba. You're welcome. Bye, family. Namaste.
Let's talk about ritual, misleading labels, questionable ingredients, sugary formulas. That is a hard pass and not at all TBB approved. What I love about ritual and their essential for women is that it is a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 and over with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean and bioavailable forms. Ritual's Essential for Women is one of the few women's multis that is USP verified. And what that means is that on the label is what's actually in the formula. Isn't that amazing? That's what makes it TBB approved. It's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs, which is super important. I have been taking Ritual for as long as I can remember. I took it as a prenatal, but now I am very into their essential for women. I love the way that it tastes. I love the labeling. I just love everything about Ritual. The minty essence in every bottle helps keep things fresh and helps make taking your multivitamins every day actually enjoyable, which is what we all need. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 and Over is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash balanced 10 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 and Over to your subscription today. That is ritual.com slash balanced 10. Guys, let's talk about Mind Bloom, aka ketamine therapy, aka my favorite topic to talk about. And with Mind Bloom, you can try ketamine therapy at home. So we have all heard the phrase, you just need to take better care of yourself. And that is a horrible response to anyone struggling with their mental health. You know, you live with it, or maybe someone that you love lives with it. And maybe it's time you check out a guided ketamine therapy program from Mindbloom. Ketamine therapy is something that we frequently talk about on this podcast, and I'm really thankful to be able to talk about it here because the struggles that we face with our mental health can loom so large over our lives, and nobody deserves that. Heading into 2023, I want everyone to have the best chance to heal and feel amazing and feel happy and joyful in their life. Mindbloom is the leader in at-home ketamine therapy. They offer a combination of science-backed medicine with clinician and guide support for people looking to improve their mental health and well-being. Mindbloom connects patients to licensed psychiatric clinicians to help them achieve better outcomes with lower costs, greater convenience, and an artfully crafted experience. To begin, you will take their online assessment to see if it's right for you. And I cannot wait for you to enter this new chapter in your mental health and well-being. Let Mindbloom guide you. Right now, Mindbloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash blonde and use promo code blonde at checkout. Go to mindbloom.com slash blonde, promo code blonde, for $100 off your first six-session program today. That's mindbloom.com slash blonde, promo code blonde. Okay, guys, I am back. It is me, and we're going to talk about the 10 spiritual rules for being human. 
This is from the ancient Sanskrit texts. And this is something that I have hanging over my bed. I look at it every day and it has influenced my life greatly and gives me so many reminders from the soul. So I wanted to include that in this episode because this is an intention setting episode. And as you sit and visualize and vision board your year ahead, I think it's really nice to keep just these thoughts in mind. And of course, this is not my own. I'm not claiming this as my own. This is from the ancient Sanskrit yogic texts. And also, before I get into that, I wanted to thank Jonathan for coming on because I wrangled him from the gym. I was really struggling this morning, you guys, but I'm getting into it now and I am excited to get into these 10 rules for being human. So number one, you will receive a body. You may like it or hate it, but it will be yours for the entire period this time around. I love this because this is such a reminder that we are souls before we come into these bodies. Our soul will receive a body and in some lifetimes we'll love our body. In some lifetimes we might struggle with loving our body, but it's the only body we'll ever have in this life. So be kind to your body. Number two, you will learn lessons. You are enrolled in a full-time informal school called Life. Each day in this school, you will have the opportunity to learn lessons. You may like the lessons or think them irrelevant and stupid. It's kind of funny that the ancient Sanskrit yogis said irrelevant and stupid, but of course, that's the translation. So I love this because we are here in the school of life to learn lessons. If we were here for anything other than that, life would probably be a lot easier, but it's not supposed to be that way. We're supposed to learn lessons. It's not supposed to be easy. It's part of being human. It's not supposed to be roses. Number three, there are no mistakes, only lessons. Growth is a process of trial, error, and experimentation. The failed experiments are as much a part of the process as the experiments that ultimately work. How amazing is that? You can try and fail. You can try and succeed. But whether you fail or succeed doesn't really matter in the evolution of your eternal soul. And so in that case, why wouldn't you try? That's what I love so much. Like it really inspires us to try and to put ourselves out there. Number four, a lesson is repeated until learned. A lesson will be presented to you in various forms until you have learned it. So when you have learned it, you can then go on to the next lesson. Number five, learning lessons does not end. There is no part of life that does not contain its lessons. If you are alive, there are lessons to be learned. So if you have a lesson that keeps presenting itself to you over and over, like for me, I'll just put myself out there. My lesson that I'm constantly learning is people-pleasing and this huge aversion to putting myself first. So I have found that that lesson is just going to keep showing up in my life over and over and over and over until I learn the lesson. But the beautiful thing is once I learn that lesson, there's going to be a new lesson and a new lesson. So we never stop evolving. But why wouldn't we want to learn as many lessons in this lifetime as we can? Number six, there is not better than here. When you're there has become here, you will simply obtain another there that will again look better than here. I love that because that's very much the grass is greener on the other side philosophy. And who wants to live that way? Constantly looking at what other people have or the future. So we're talking about our future self in this episode, but our future self is not better than our current self and our future reality is not better than our current reality. When we get to that future reality, that's going to become our current reality. And unless we know how to be present with and grateful for our current reality, then we're always just going to want to get to that next thing. 
So I love that because that's also the law of attraction. Being happy and content and joyful with where we are is what gets us to that next step in life and what draws it to us. So it's the same thing as walking around the world with the energy of our future self. Number seven, others are simply mirrors of you. You cannot love or hate something about another person unless it reflects to you something that you love or hate about yourself. I love this because for those of us who deal with a lot of negativity online or even a lot of negativity in real life, everything is a projection and it's so important to remember. And I love knowing that even the ancient Sanskrit yogis knew this to be true. Everything is a projection. So if you love something about someone else, that's something that you love in yourself. If you hate something about someone else, that's something that you don't like about yourself. And for me, I've definitely gotten to the point where I know that about my own feelings and I can really check my judgment. And I really like to have time to be still with myself every day so that I can work through the judgments in my head and not run from them and kind of piece out where I can find a better way to approach or a kinder way to approach the world which inevitably gives me a kinder sense and a kinder way of being able to approach myself. Number eight, what you make of your life is up to you. You have all the tools and resources you need. What you make of them is up to you. The choice is yours. I love this because ultimately we're in control of our own life. No one else is going to do it for us. No one else can do it for us. It is all us at the end of the day. And we have the power. It's very empowering. Nobody else is going to give it to you. People will help you, but no one else can give you the life that you desire, the life that you dream of, the life that you are ready to manifest, except for you. Number nine, your answers live inside of you. The answers to life's questions live inside of you. All you have to do is look listen and trust. This is also amazing and brings the power back to ourself because no one can tell you what is best for you except for you. I was actually just asking advice to a friend yesterday about what she thinks I should do about this particular dilemma in my life. And she gave me incredible advice that I'm actually going to follow, but she followed it up with nobody knows the answer, but you. And I was really like, no, I want you to have the answer. I don't always want to have to look within, but we all at the end of the day, when we're seeking external validation about yes or no, or should I do this or should I not do this? What we're really seeking is validation of what we already know in our hearts to be true. So that can help you if you're somebody who really struggles with wanting to have other people's opinions before you say yes or no to doing something. Just know that if you're really drawn to their opinion, it's probably how you already feel about the situation. And if you're really repelled by their opinion, and at the end of the day, it's always better to listen to your own gut than to listen to anyone else. And number 10, and this is my favorite part, you guys, and I think this is why I am so ultimately obsessed with this poster, the rules for being human, is that you will forget all of this. I freaking absolutely love this because we can all, especially spiritual people, get so down on ourselves for not always remembering why we're here and that we're eternal souls and that we're here to learn lessons and that we all have our lessons to learn and many lessons have to be repeated and that the grass is not always greener on the other side. These really simple ways of living life, these knowings that are so true deep inside of our hearts, but we are all made to forget it. It's part of the human condition. Otherwise, we wouldn't be humans. We would be 
angels or some other beings, light beings living in the fifth dimension and beyond, but we're here in the 3D reality. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually an amazing way to be. So those are the 10 spiritual rules for being human. And I wanted to share those with you guys today. They've changed my life. I hope you love them. And I know this episode's kind of all over the board. We talked intention setting, decluttering. Jonathan came on, couples intentions. We talked spiritual rules for being human. And now I want to give you some book recommendations for 2023. And then we'll close it out. And of course, this is the first solo episode of many this year. So just tell me what else you want to hear about this year. But I have a couple books in front of me right now because I would be remiss if I didn't include them in this episode because they are going to be a big part of my 2023 bringing my goals to life. Number one is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. This book has changed my life many times over and it sounds so simple and I resisted it for so long because I didn't want to do this basic simple process. I felt like, no, the process of being an artist, of being a writer is so much more complex for me and complicated. But honestly, who wants to make things complex when you can actually have a formula to follow every day, which is basically a journaling brain dump. And then you get into writing prompts. And I think it's like, I can't remember if it's eight weeks or 12 weeks, but the artist way is absolutely life-changing and I will be starting it on January 1st. So I highly recommend checking that out. And we can leave the links to these books in the show notes too. I also have A Course in Miracles here. I opened to page 40, which is Lesson 33. In Lesson 34, there's another way of looking at the world and I could see peace instead of this. So for anything that comes up for you that's hard or challenging and you just don't know how you want to deal with it, I think A Course in Miracles has lessons for everything. And sometimes when you open the book to a specific page, it's the lesson that you needed that day. I really needed these. There's another way of looking at the world and I could see peace instead of this because today has been interesting for me. Like I said, I've been a little frazzled. So I really, really like the idea of just seeing peace instead of These other feelings that I have, which could be anxiety, worry, depression, fear, situational or otherwise, we always have the option to transform from fear to faith, which is what A Course in Miracles is ultimately all about. And I think this year on TikTok, what I really, really want to do is read a different lesson every day for like seven days or 30 days and just see what comes of it. Because I feel like we need to bring A Course in Miracles back into the mainstream and see what comes of it. And then we have The Art of Creative Rebellion by John Couch. And this is a book I actually picked up at a restaurant in Topanga because I opened the book and I actually opened the book to page 201, which is my lucky number. So I felt like I had to purchase it, but I'm obsessed with it because it is a book about creativity and how to maintain your creativity in this age of constant distraction and this culture that basically is all about social media and being connected all the time and living kind of in these corporate worlds where we lose our creativity quite easily. So this book has been my go-to lately. And those are my top book recommendations of the moment. And I am here to basically just help you guys get set up for the best, most exciting 2023 that you could imagine. I've been doing a lot of vision boarding. You can check mine out on Instagram and also on my TikTok. And if you want to make a vision board, it's fun to just go onto Pinterest and pull photos, like aesthetic vibey photos based off of what you're into. So this year, I really wanted to focus on writing. And that's why I brought Joan Didion into it. And 
I also want to get into tennis this year. So I added some kind of vibey photos that have to do with playing tennis and Pilates and different fitness, just like movement goals, I should say, that I have. Couples things. It's so fun to make a vision board and it's kind of wild. It is one of the ultimate ways to get into your future self and draw that future self to you. So I highly recommend doing that. And with that, I will close out today's episode. I could talk to you guys forever. There will be a lot of solos to come. I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation. I know that there was a lot packed into it, a lot of different things. It's always fun to hear from Jonathan and have a different energy in the mix on the solo. And I really hope that everyone's excited about the year ahead. If last year was tough for you, just know that this year can really be a change. And ultimately with the conversation that I wanted to have today, I just really wanted it to be, why not now change your life? Why not you? Why not you have the incredible life that you desire? It can be yours. It will be yours. And so it is. And we're really all in this boat together, calling our dream life to us. So tell me what you thought of this episode on Instagram. Leave us some plant-based recipes, just like Jonathan requested. Absolutely cannot wait to hear what you have to say about that. And I am really excited. We're putting together some incredible guests for the year ahead on so many different topics. I actually tagged a bunch of dream guests on an Instagram story the other day and half of them got back to me and said they would absolutely love to come on this year. So we're going to make that happen. And that made me so excited and honestly should just be inspiration for all of you to reach for your highest goals. You never know who could say yes and what in the universe might say yes to you. I love you guys. If you feel inspired to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do so and send me the rating and review to jordan at balancebond.com. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Let's make this our best year yet. And we'll talk next week. Back with a really incredible guest next week. Love ya. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Blonde and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.